0: Hello all you film freaks and movie maniacs out there. My name is Nolan Carr and I'd like to welcome you to the go-to podcast for all things cinema. But before you can ask any questions, just sit back, relax, as I present to you a Straw Lane Studio Productions, Critiquing with Carr. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another edition of Critiquing with Carr. I can't believe we're on our third edition of Favorite Film Fridays and our sixth overall edition of the show. Then again, I guess that means I'm having fun if I'm continuously doing it the last few weeks. Nevertheless, on to the more important things, and that is today's review on the podcast. Now I know you're saying, no, what is the review? What is the movie you're talking about today? And I'll tell you, this week's review on our third edition of Favorite Film Friday is none other than Schindler's List. Although the cast of characters is exemplary and an all star cast with an all-star generationally talented director in Steven Spielberg, it doesn't quite cut the mustard in some aspects, and in this review we'll talk with things I liked, didn't like, who is behind the camera? Who is in front of the camera? Its competition, in the air is released, as well as how it did in the award season and many more things. As I just mentioned, the director of this film is the legendary Steven Spielberg. Although most known for E.T. or Jaws, this is another one in terms of the Mount Rushmore directorial jobs for Steven Spielberg's career, along with Indiana Jones, of course. So I guess Indiana Jones, Jaws, E.T., and I guess you could put Shiner's list if you can only pick four. I'm sure there's others out there. People saying, oh. Why Schindler's List? Or why this one? Put this one in there. But that's just my opinion to an extent. The screenwriter of this film was Steve Zalian. This movie was based off the book called Schindler's Ark by Stephen Kennelly. The producers were Steven Spielberg, Gerald R. Molin, and Branko Lustig. The cast for this film is as follows Liam Neeson, Ben Kingsley, Ralph Fiennes, Caroline Goodall, Jonathan Sagel, and Beth Davids, Malgrisada Gebel, Mark Ivanir, Beatrice Makola, Andre Severin, Frederick Van Thun, Jersey Nowak, Norbert Weiser, Albert Misak, Michael Gordon, Aldona Grouchel, Yuri Avrahami, Michael Schneider, Miri Fabian, Anna Mucha, Adi Nitsum, Yasek Wutjitski, Peter Poch, Peter Polk, Bettina Kuffer, Gregor Kvas, Kamio Kravitz, Henrik Bista, Ezra Degen, Remy Huberger, and Elena Lowenson. We also have Christoph Luft, Harry Naring, Rojik Glada, Paul Dlag, hans Asman, August Schmolzer, Hans-Michael Redberg, Daniel Delponte, Adam Simeon, Jochen Niko, Ludger Pistor, and Oliwa Dabrowska cinematographer was Janice Kaminski. It was edited by Michael Kahn. And the music for this film was done by one of the greatest, not just musicians, but composers of all time, the John Williams. The production companies for this movie were Amblin Entertainment and Universal Pictures. Universal Pictures is also the distributor of this film. This film was first released on November 30th of 1993 in Washington, D.C., this nation's capital. And it was released nationally on December 15th, 1993 as well. It has a total runtime of 195 minutes, which is just over two and a half hours long. Its budget was $22 million, and it made a grand total at the box office of $322.2 million. Now it's time for one of my few favorite parts of this review, and that is the accolade section. At the Academy Awards in 1994, it won Best Picture. Steven Spielberg won Best Director. Steven Zalian won Best Adapted Screenplay. Jan S. Kaminsky won Best Cinematography. Won Best Art Direction slash Set Direction. Michael Kahn won Best Film Editing. Liam Neeson was nominated for Best Actor in a Leading Role. Ralph Fiennes was nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. John Williams was nominated for Best Score. He was also nominated for Best Sound and Best Makeup. At the ACE Eddy Awards, Michael Kahn won for Best Editing. At the 1994 Golden Globe Awards, Steven Spielberg won for Best Director. It won the award for Best Drama Motion Picture. John Williams was nominated for Best Original Score. Steve Young was nominated for Best Screenplay. Liam Neeson was nominated for Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama Film. Ralph Fiennes was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture. And John Williams was nominated for Best Original Score. At the 1994 BAFTA Awards, Steven Spielberg won for Best Direction. Janice Kaminski won for Best Cinematography. Haku Khan won for Best Editing. This film won Best Production Design, Costume Design, and Best Makeup. Liam Neeson was nominated for Best Actor in a Leading Role. Steve Zelian was nominated for Best Original Screenplay. And Ralph Fiennes was also nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role, as well as this film being nominated for Best Sound. At the Chicago Film Critics Association Awards, Steven Spielberg, Gerald R. Mullen, and Franco Lustig won for Best Film. Steven Spielberg won for Best Director. Steve Zelian won for Best Screenplay. Janice Kaminsky won for Best Cinematography. Liam Neeson finally won an award for Best Actor. and Ralph Fiennes also finally won an award for Best Supporting Actor. At the 1994 Director's Guild of America Awards, Steven Spielberg won for Outstanding Directing in a Feature Film. At the SAG Awards in 1995, Liam Neeson was nominated for an Outstanding Performance by a Male Actor in a Leading Role, and M. Beth Davids was nominated for Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Supporting Role. That comes from my second favorite part of this review, and that is its competition during the year it was released so what film came in at number 10 for highest grossing that year as well as what film came in at number one for highest grossing of the year Shinless was released and the list goes as follows coming number 10 was the pelican brief it was distributed by warner brothers It had a worldwide gross of 195 million million, 000 dollars. lead actors were julia roberts and denzel washington coming number nine was philadelphia it was distributed by tristar pictures It had a worldwide gross of $201,324,059. And the lead actors were Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington. Comment number eight was Sleepless in Seattle. It was distributed by TriStar Pictures. It had a worldwide gross of $227,799,884. The lead actors were Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Comment number seven was Cliffhanger. It was distributed by TriStar Pictures as well. It had a worldwide gross of $255,211. And the lead actor was Sylvester Stallone. Coming at number six was Indecent Proposal. It was distributed by Paramount Pictures. It had a worldwide gross of $266,614,059. And the lead actors were Robert Redford, Demi Moore, and Woody Harrelson. Coming at number five was The Firm. It was distributed by Paramount Pictures. It had a worldwide gross of $270,248,367. The lead actors were Tom Cruise and JN Triplehorn. Coming at number four was Schindler's List. It was distributed by Universal Pictures. It had a worldwide gross of $321,306,305. The lead actors were Liam Neeson and Ben Kingsley. Coming at number three was The Fugitive, who was distributed by Warner Bros. It had a worldwide gross of $360,875,760. The lead actors were Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones. Coming at number two was Mrs. Doubtfire, who was distributed by 20th Century Fox. It had a worldwide gross of $441,286,195. The lead actors were Robin Williams and Sally Field, and coming at number one as the highest grossing film of 1993 was Jurassic Park. It was distributed by Universal Pictures, and it had a worldwide gross of $1,038,812,584. The lead actors were Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum. And now we come to the end of this review. For my final thoughts and ranking out of the Diamond Dave scale. One of the striking aspects of Schindler's list is the historical relevance. While some fictional elements are present, the film effectively portrays the atrocities of the Holocaust and shed light on the plight of the Jewish people during that time. It serves as a grim reminder of the horror humanity is capable of. Meticulous attention to detail and recreating the era adds authenticity to the film, immersing the viewers in a world plagued by hatred and discrimination. The performances in Schindler's List are nothing short of exceptional. Liam Neeson's portrayal of Oskar Schindler is captivating as he portrays a character torn between his personal ambitions and his growing empathy for the Jewish people. Neeson brings a depth and complexity to Schindler, making him a compelling and multifaceted protagonist. Ralph Fiennes delivers a chilling performance as Amon Gaeth, the sadistic SS officer. Fiennes masterfully balances Goth's menacing nature with moments of dark humor, showcasing the psychological manipulation Prevalent during that time. Ben Kingsley's portrayal of Itzhak Stern, Schindler's business partner, is nuanced and adds a layer of emotional depth to the film. The dynamic between Neeson and Kingsley's character is particularly noteworthy. Their on screen chemistry effectively captures the delicate balance between business and compassion. Their evolving relationship from being strangers in public to becoming close partners and saving lives is portrayed with subtlety and authenticity. Neeson's transformation from a profit driven opportunist to a compassionate savior is a testament to the character development and the impact of the events he witnesses. This transformation adds a poignant layer to the narrative and highlights the power of humanity in the face of adversity. Chandler's List commands the viewer's complete attention. The intricate storytelling weaves together multiple perspectives showcasing various individuals impacted by the Holocaust. While the quick transitions between storylines may initially be disorienting, they serve a purpose in emphasizing the interconnectedness of the characters' lives and experiences. It's a film that requires active engagement from the audience as every detail contributes to the overall narrative. However, Schindler's List is not without its flaws. The opening sequence featuring unrelated characters could have been omitted as it confuses the viewers and disrupts the flow of the narrative. Similarly, the quick transitions between different storylines early in the film make it challenging to fully invest in any one character. But the film may have benefited from a more focused approach allowing for a deeper exploration of select characters and their experiences. The ending of Schindler's List is somewhat anticlimactic compared to the emotional intensity of the rest of the film. While the constant movement of the Jews from camp to camp creates a sense of urgency, the actual conclusion lacks the expected emotional punch. However, at the final scene, where the real life survivors pay homage to Oscar Schindler, that's a poignant touch, reminding us of the true heroes who emerged from the darkness. However, that being said, Schindler's List is a film that goes beyond mere entertainment. Its historical significance and the performances of Spielberg, Neeson, Faines, and Kingsley are one of the few things that save it from floating on the ground of pure mediocrity. While it may not be a cinematic masterpiece in terms of storytelling techniques it serves as a powerful reminder of the atrocities the holocaust and the resilience of the human spirit beyond the historical relevancy and importance this film produces Schindler's list is not a must-see besides that that being said that is why this film unfortunately only manages to get a six out of ten on the diamond day scale if you've liked what you tuned into this week do us a favor by following or subscribing to the podcast leaving a like clicking that heart button and post notifications to update new updates regarding the show as well as sharing with your friends and family if you want other sources of news and updates regarding the podcast do us a favor by subscribing on instagram at critic with car with that being said until next time when we see each other again at the theaters my film freaks and cinephiles happy viewing